All right, hello, and welcome back to the Binge Boys Podcast. This week, we're here to talk to you guys about Mandalorian's penultimate episode for the season, as well as Demon Slayer's season opener, and talk up to you guys about the foreign Netflix dramatic sci-fi series, Catla. But before we get into all those things, let's introduce ourselves with you today. My name is Enrique. My name is Eli. And my name is Tristan. To kick things off today, we're going to start with The Mandalorian, and we're going to go into Demon Slayer and wrap things up with Catla. So if you guys don't give a shit about any of those inter- the reviews, let's just say interviews, we don't do that here. You can check the timestamps down below for your select viewing experience. To kick things off with, we're going to talk about The Mandalorian, Season 3, Episode 7. One sense review. I'll go first. Y'all could have done this like five episodes ago. <laughs> All right. Um, mine is uh, is better than the last two. Uh, mine, uh, Gro- Grogu got a a robot. Yeah, that was fucking dumb. Um, <laughs> so stupid. So dumb. He's in a <clears throat> mecha, bro. Mecha, mecha Grogu gonna go crazy though. <laughs> As a T-shirt idea, write what? that down. <laughs> what was the point of the damn cloning episode if Moff Gideon came in and said, we're not doing that cloning shit? Because they are still going to do it. Absolutely, they are. But why do we need that this season? I we might not. You. I, I, you know, I, actually, I don't know. <laughs> do you think they actually thought about it? <clears throat> I think they're thinking about how to make that movie that they're making, and that's I, all they care about. If you replace the word movie with money, then yes. <laughs> They're thinking about how to make that money. That that much is a fact. <laughs> Look, I got Disney Plus for Mandalorian. They're about to make me cancel it because of Mandalorian. Yeah, that's pretty true. That's kind of crazy, actually. Because, like, dude, what the fuck? I, I don't know. This is this a great episode. It was. This felt like it was taken out straight out of Fallen Order of the video game. Um, Gideon's back. I mean, we knew this already, like. Yeah, I didn't if, think he If left. you have a brain cell, you know he was going to show up. And I just really, it really, it really makes no sense why they did the whole spinoff last episode. They could have did like the first half of this episode, last episode, and just cut out the Jack Black and Lizzo shit. But okay, I mean, this episode realistically could have been the first in the season. It would have made sense. Maybe, maybe not the too. first, but. Uh, earlier would have made sense. Characterization for when Bo-Katan dies next episode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's pretty true. No, I'm serious. Like I don't know why you're laughing. She's gonna die next episode. I can, uh, I can definitely see it. I predicted this, but I didn't think it was gonna be like this. So I thought I knew that Mothy was gonna come back and whoop her ass and take the dark saber back. I did not realize he was gonna do it while she's a baby face and he's a heel. I thought they're both gonna be heels. Interesting. Yeah, I, I still think the armorer's in on this too, because. She said, get all the Mandalorians, and Moff Gideon made a comment of something like, look, you're all here together. So, hmm. I think the armor is working for Gideon as well. That's a good, that's that a good catch. A I mean, I'm, I, I'm definitely with you on this theory, but I didn't pick that up. I also did not pick that up because I have a tiny brain, but I, when Reek said this a couple weeks ago, I was like, yeah, yeah, that's definitely, that's what's going on right here. I thought it was all the Mandalorians were working with, with him. I think it's just the armor at this point. Maybe Big Man. He died. Yeah, but he still could have been working for him. 
Why would he kill him if he was working for him? He was super Bro, duper undercover. It's all part of the fucking play, bro. There was no one around but it's them. It's all when part died. of the play. He went out like a G, though. Yeah, he did. Killed all the regular old he... troopers, then got the Imperial Guards. That was fire. Yeah. So, uh, we're just going to ignore the fact that Best Guard's supposed to be super duper rare. And, <laughs> yeah. like, Moff Gideon has, like, motherfucking mountain tons of this shit. I was going to say, dude, that he has all the vibranium, bro. I am going to attribute that to the fact that he has somehow set up his base on Mandalore, uh, which is also very confusing. That part is what's most confusing. Because of the armor. Because the armor hooked it up. You know what? You absolutely right. She wasn't. Unless you... I mean, I know she wasn't on Mandalore that whole time, but somehow she hooked it up. Well, that explains why they always said that someone came with a lie that it was poisonous because people wanted him off there. Like I said earlier in the season, remember? Uh, that's yes. a good point. It was because they were building shit on it the whole time, so they needed people gone. Because they were doing whatever the fuck they're doing. Um, Grogu's little Death fucking Star. bullshit is stupid. Um, Dude, Gro- you don't like IG-12? Bro, Grogu somehow got trashed. Because he wasn't supposed to be here. That's pretty true. He's supposed to be a Luke training. Yeah. Um... I don't know, man. I I get the whole, like, oh, we got to throw Grogu in here to make money thing. But at the same time, like, you had a character that everybody loved the first season. Second season, it was about him getting to Luke and, you know, getting trained. And then now we have this. And I just don't know how we got here. How long is the little fucker supposed to be stupid for? I mean, he's, what, 50-something at this point? Because he was 50 in the first season. Yoda was like 700 when he died, right? Or was he 900? I don't think It might have been know. nine. I that shit up. It, I, I remember it was an odd number. Not like a, ending in an odd number, starting with an odd number. Um, I, I don't know how long that race stays stupid. But how it's, do they live? <laughs> I, I how do they not just get killed instantly? I mean, I'd be pissed as a parent if my kid was stupid and breastfeeding for 50 years. <laughs> But that's that's just me. Amanda's gonna be long dead, and Grogu's still gonna be a fucking baby. That one do kind of be true. Yeah, I I don't know, bro. At least like talk, do something. I hope you guys know that he's also gonna get shot in the chest next episode. <laughs> Grogu and, or and Amanda? Whole... Grogu. <laughs> okay. Because they're gonna make a whole thing. He's has the plate. He has the fifty cent bulletproof plate. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. He's had that though, like for a minute. Yeah, because that's what they're setting up for. Oh, that's true. What if they want to mm. do it enough for you guys to forget? And they're gonna get shot, and Mando's gonna be like, "Grogu," because he doesn't even know that he has it. Well, bro, the plate extends, bro, and it covers his entire body, like just like an armor set. <laughs> just turns it into pretty much does. The plate was uh, that's, huge. That's remember? pretty true. But it, will it protect him from Lizzo sitting on him? Bro, no, dude, come on. <laughs> He'll die. I. <laughs> No one could survive that. We're gonna, Nobody. we're gonna get murdered. No, we're not. No one, no one watches these anyways. Um, yeah, there's, there's just too much predictable shit that's gonna go down. She's gonna lose the thing to Gideon again. Mando's gonna have to come in and whoop Gideon's ass again. Uh, Grogu's probably gonna get shot. Mando's gonna think he dies. That's how he's gonna beat Gideon. But he has the bulletproof plate, so he ate that shit. There's gonna be a couple things that are gonna go down. He's gonna become the ruler of Mandalore. 
It's just a bunch yeah. of dumb shit, to be honest with you. But it's the journey getting there that I don't that enjoy. Sucks. It's the friends yeah. we made along the way that counts. I don't that like the friends. friends. <laughs> well, you're going to have them anyways. I don't want Mando them. and Bo-Katan are really starting to feel each other, though. It's going to be even funnier when they die next season, or next episode. See, they're not going to kill Manda. Like, he might get shot or something. Bo-Katan definitely going to die, though. Yeah, she's got too much character development. I'm only like 30% on the Bo-Katan dying train right now. It, I mean, if she was had any if she had any inkling of turning heel, I would say she's going to make it, but she's too babyface right now. And if we know anything about Disney, it's that they don't really keep around strong female characters very long, so and then they Unless they, you're Ray, then you're the super character. I said strong female characters like development-wise. I mean, she, she, oh, I thought she meant like strong no, as no, in, no, like no. literally strong. I mean like a good character. <laughs> you know, like just like randomly, I'm a Palpatine Skywalker combo. <laughs> oh, that's good stuff right there. What's obviously. your last name? Oh, Skywalker. Yeah, fuck you. All right. Uh, <laughs> well, it's Palpatine. How about that? No. You know, good. like I said, I talked to you guys off air about this, but I'll say it on air too, just to double down. Uh, if Gray comes back next, whatever movie that they said she's in. And she doesn't have mixed kids. What are we doing? And that's just a fact, though. Like, Finn's been beating it down. Even John Boyega confirmed it on Twitter. Confirmed what? He said it's not about who kisses first. It's about who pipes first. That's just fact. (laughs) He said, because people are like, well, Ben kissed her before you did. He's like, it don't matter, boy. (laughs) You don't know how the game goes down. Yeah, you know, you're... (laughs) Um, it's Snow Bunny Central out here. I do. <laughs> Let's this go. This is the actual show. You can, I gotta Let's cut go, this, man. dude. Let's go. Oh my god, dude! Eli's just doubling down on trying to get us murdered. That's what I do here. So yeah, man. Grogu dead. Bo-Katan dead. Dark Saber Mando. Dinjarn King. Um, catch you guys season four. Yo, what if? Hear me out, right? The Mandalorian, like the, the the name, the name, the Mandalorian, like that they call the show. It's not about Jinjarin at all. Oh, I've already thought this about Grogu. It's about Grogu becoming I've this for a while. On, yeah, yeah. No, I've been I've been on this for a minute actually. I just haven't talked about it because I'm like that. They leave it ambiguous for a reason. It's not. Yeah, no. That's just that. That's exactly what's about to happen. And he, so then when Grogu shows up in episode ten. With the helmet, and like he's gonna be two feet tall, wearing the helmet and the Flavor Flav clock still. <laughs> he takes it off, and it's Baby Grogu. And he's like, Doo-doo. "Don't talk to me about Episode Ten, like it's gonna actually happen." That's gonna be hard, though. Imagine that he shows up, and then they take the helmet off, and they play Dinjarin's song. That'd be kind of fire, though. That'd be fire. Oh, I'm so glad we're done with this after next week. And he's like, he's like, he's like, my father was once a Mandalorian. He saved me when I pretended to be a Jedi. Pretend. I'm here to help you, Jedi. That shit would be hard, dog. That'd be kind of crazy. So unfortunately, you have to get through this to get to that. Get through this and season four and have to watch episode 10? <sighs> there ain't no episode 10. We're getting eight. We're there calling it good. They already confirmed it. Don't you? What? No, Tristan, no, I'm talking about episode... No, he's stupid. Yeah, he's oh, yeah. No, wait. No, I might bad. be on the same wave as Tristan. Never mind. He, like, so about episode ten, as in the next 
Star Wars movie. Okay, good. I'm on the same wavelength as you. Why? That's a confirmed thing? <laughs> no, I know. That's a good, yeah. yeah, I was on a different wavelength. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> oh, because you thought you said I was like, there ain't going to be 10 episodes of this season. What are we talking I was about? Like, yeah, why'd you, <laughs> I was like, why did you like the episode eight? That's weird. Um, that's what I was. I was like, wait, what? I was like, wait, nine is the only bad one. No, I'm with you, Reek. So, it, I, if that's a confirmed thing, I, I don't know that I have much hope. They already left, said they're but, making three new Star Wars movies. Confirmed. That's unfortunate. Two of them are bullshit, and probably one will be like Episode Ten. Because they said they got Daisy Ridley back for Ray for one of them. Oh, that's. They said the other one's going to be about the Mandalorians, period. And there's going to be a third one, which I don't know what the fuck it's about. Is the the Soka one's the show, right? So, that's a show, yeah. Yeah, that's not gonna be that. That's gonna be trash. Oh no, man! You watch Clone Wars, bro? Unfortunately, I watched a little bit. All, all of it? No, the animation's trash. The animation's terrible, people fuck, bro. People fuck with Clone Wars Ahsoka, bro. Well, yeah, that's different, Ahsoka. That's the Ahsoka that this is based off. Well, of. I know, but that's that's way before. Yeah, but this is her now. Well, I don't care about her now. That's a different Ahsoka. You didn't watch Clone Wars. Yeah, because the animation trash. I can't sit through that. Facts. But you didn't watch. It's not that bad. You guys are over here. No, 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 it's trash. You guys just don't like 3D. It's okay. I Dude, no, I've it's seen, just trash. I've seen enough guys... of it that I know that I don't like the animation. It's not bad. It's, it's poop. The, probably the worst animation I've ever tried to experience in my life. I'd probably agree with Tristan here. Y'all watch. We watched Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends as kids. That, that was fire. Fun. That was perfectly fine. <laughs> That's totally fine. It's because we didn't already have a live action of Foster's Home for Imaginary Friends that to base it off of. So we didn't get to the animated one and be like, wow, this is dog shit. Anakin looks dope in Clone Wars. I'm just That's just that. false. His head is a like a hexagon. Yoda's the worst. I haven't. By I, far. I've, I've only seen Yoda in Clone Wars maybe once or twice. Actually, the only thing Dooku, that's bro? reasonable, the only thing that's reasonable in that show is the clones. Oh, agreed. Actually, maybe Absolutely. Ahsoka too, but yeah, well, that's just cause, that's just because she's not a live action character yet. Like, exactly. If this would have if this would have came out with either only characters that are not in the live action, or this would have came out before a live action was made, it makes sense and it would have been fine. The problem is they took live action characters that were established and have a look already because they're real fucking people, and they dog shit it on them. Mm-hmm. I'm with you on this one. The stormtroopers, the the clones are easy enough. Like it's it's hard yeah, to mess those up, even with their terrible animation style. Everyone else, yeah, that was. Yeah, Dooku and Yoda, bro. Those two were in a fucking scrap for who had the worst one. Quite, uh, not Qui Gon. Fucking uh, what's only Obi Wan? There's another dude on the, huh? Not talking about Obi Wan, are you? No, no, there's a dude on the Jedi Council. I just forgot his name. It's the dude with the long-ass head and the blue lightsaber. That's, what, that's the first person I was going to think of with the big eyebrows. The one that said, uh, what about the Wookiees? That guy. Hmm. I'm talking about he, like he, like, he, 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 he pinhead Larry? Yeah. With the little tuft <laughs> of hair on top and the big bushy eyebrows? Yep, I, yep that guy. He's, he's the one who died on the bridge, isn't he? In the movie? Uh, I think so, yeah. Because he yeah. wasn't in the room with fucking Palpatine. Yeah, he got turned on pretty hard. Yeah, I remember that. He was on the bridge. He was like, come on, guys, we're going to win. And then everyone yep, was like. Yep, that one, that one. They were like, you're right, we are going to win. I forgot what that dude's name is, but yeah, he was. He looked like a fucking bozo. <laughs> Shocker. 
Oh, Sorry, I'm boy. Done. I'll start talking about Star Wars. I just tune this shit out. I don't blame you. Um, yeah, man. Mando, Mando is cool. Paz went out like a G. He went out like the Batista he is. You know, he was fighting like 13,000 people. Dude, that, that part Bo-Katan was fire. ran with the dark saber. Moff Gideon's like super cool because he's Giancarlo Esposito. Oh, John That's pretty Carlo true. Is awesome. He just, he loves money. Like, can you blame him? I don't, I don't know blame. what he's doing with it, but he loves it. <clears throat> I mean, he takes the roles that he probably shouldn't take just because. You know what? He's not even bad in in this role. This isn't even one of those bad roles, in my opinion. Now it's, he's no. never bad. Well, he's, he's never bad. bad. Not to say that the roles aren't, but he's never bad. Yeah. I I would take money too if I could like that. Yeah, that's pretty true. Um, shout out Mando. Uh, we still love you, Din. I don't know why you're in the background of your own show, but that's crazy. <laughs> well, because it's Grogu's show. No. Well, he's in the background, too. Like, they haven't done shit with Din or Grogu. <laughs> yeah, you're absolutely right. It's terrible. Moving on. <laughs> that shit, bro. Let me tell you something. something. Back, baby. It's been Back too like long. we never left. Too long. And it's going to be too short again, by the That's way. I don't know if you guys heard about what? that. No, but how many? 11. Oh. Uh, that's unfortunate. Uh, Demon Slayer, Kimetsu no Yaiba, Swordsmith Village Arc. It's first episode, 45 minutes. Thank God for that. That, too. that was awesome. Yep. I'll take all of it. Absolutely. Do it again. Because we needed to get the setup through and through, you know what I mean? Give it to me every week. That's how they opened up season two as well, mm-hmm. was that hour-long episode. I'll take that every week, um, please and thank you. Do it the whole time. Yeah, please. We get a meeting between the upper demons. Oh, dude, yeah, which was, was so cool, awesome. by the way. That was the first awesome, bro. The upper three, all the upper three are sick. I agree, hundred percent. We saw two last season. We saw two last season. I don't remember yeah, seeing two, two. If I'm going to be completely honest, yes, he was at the very end. They flashbacked. They showed him recruiting. Uh, upper six. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're that's right. right. That's yeah, right. now I know. I remember that now. Because remember, we made comments about his eyes. Like he had some like really dope eyes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, he's cool. Um, upper uh, one is absolutely one horrifying. Is like he's terrifying. Yeah. I am legitimately scared of him as as a character in this show already. And then fucking uh, Akaza or whatever his name oh, is. He's obviously weird. super cool as well. He got super. He looks like a punk heat, bitch. He got super duper heat too because he killed Rengoku. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's just the baddest one out, obviously. No, no, he not. No, no, he not. no, no not. well, not according to these two. But the way they but treated he, him, no, he not. not beating, I can see he can beat upper two. He's not beating upper one. No, he couldn't. No, he couldn't. No, this is just That's this the rank system. Let him do this, that. this is my yeah. thoughts. I know, but this is my thoughts. I'm thinking if it came down to it, three could beat two, but three could definitely not beat one. No, he. To let him yeah. do what he was well, doing. I know that. Yeah, there's a rank for a reason, homie. And he, he, that's when you let someone do shit like that, that's because you do not treat them like a threat. That's punky. He punked the fuck out of him. The only reason one got involved was one was getting pissed. He was like, stop. You need to learn your fucking place right now. <laughs> Cut that shit out. I'm going to fuck you up. God. And he's one. like, fuck. And three didn't even try. Like, I was just like doing better. He was like, I'm going to kill you one day. He's like, bitch, try. And that, that was that. <laughs> like, yeah. 
Dude's insane. Also, you guys, you got. I mean, do you guys pay attention to him at all, or no? I did. Yeah. Well, that depends on he's what got, you mean. He's got the earrings. Yes, he does. Yep. Uh, he's got Tanjiro's. Yep. But he doesn't have many more. Right. When he's in de- when like the demon version of him does not have them, but when right. Tanjiro flashed back with him, he had them. Okay, so. so I'm a, I took that differently. This is this is a talking point for me in this episode because when uh when we saw the dream the flashback and we only saw him from the backside so I was like oh is this upper one is upper one responsible for Tanjiro being alive because that's kind of fire I like that art. What do you mean by that? Well, because we saw the flashback first. We saw his dream first, uh, I believe, and then we saw the guy who saved Tanjiro's dad. Um, and his family and everything. And that the baby was Tanjiro. Uh, and so that was that was my understanding of it. And so that's the guy who saved basically Tanjiro's existence. But then he looks exactly like Upper One. And I'm like, oh my goodness, Upper One is responsible for Tanjiro being alive. And then we got that later in the episode. We saw Homeboy with the earrings and the hair, but only from behind. So there's two possibilities. Right. Either that is Upper One... Somehow disguising himself uh, as a human, which I don't think many of the demons have proven themselves to be able to do overall, or at least they choose not to, uh, except for Muzan. That's what I was going to say. Muzan can. It's it's either that or those dudes were twins or brothers or something, and the, the, the one, one got turned into a demon yep. uh, and killed his whole family, and that's why Homeboy was like, I couldn't save my own family uh, because his brother that's... got turned into a demon. And is now yep. wreaking havoc. That's exactly what I wrote too. They've got to be brothers. I didn't really take it as anything but two separate characters, to be honest. Um, and I guess we'll find out as it goes on if which one is right. But yeah, I, I definitely think these are two different characters that are twins or brothers or whatever you may have. Um, that obviously one is a Hashira and one is the upper one because of what happened to their families in the past. Well, this one can't be a Hashira because we already know the Hashira crew right now. Mm-hmm. Well, he could have met a former one, or that you know, the, the, the son. Yeah, or you know, the the leader of the Sun Tribe. Mm. But then, <sighs> Tadra didn't have the earrings in the flashback either. Well, he was a baby. Yeah, but no, but there he was grown talking to him. That was that his dad. That's his dad. Yeah. Why is his dad exactly like him, too? It's his dad's coat. Scar. His dad's coat. The what? coat that Tanjiro wears is his scar. dad's. Yeah. But he has the same haircut as his dad. Yeah. Right. It's, because it's they want to make sure they you can know do that's that. his dad. But why do they all look the same, then? That's why they give Tanjiro the scar, bro, so you know it's Tanjiro. Not Tanjiro, the, the dude's I dad know, and the other bro. dude. I know, bro. Oh, I don't know. I'm he, saying he like that's how like you differentiate. That's how you know it's his, his family. dad and him. Yeah, I took it as that was the dude. Because when he was having that conversation about I couldn't save my family, Tanjiro was not fucking a kid. Well, no, Tanjiro had the dream. It was like a flashback. It was a subconscious kind of thing because he was a baby, so he it was, was a fla- it was a dream flashback. Yeah, that's my that's it's what crazy, I took of bro. it. It's anime, dog. I took it as a real flashback. What the fuck? Well, no, because they no, said he wasn't. was because he woke up and he go, oh, it was a dream. Yeah, it was never a flashback. But then how would Tanjiro know he couldn't save his family? Because, because he said it out loud. That's what he dreamt. 
But he was a baby, you said. But that's why I said it's subconscious. In the dream. It's subconscious. It's right. all there. No, in the dream, he was big. It's a vision, bro. It's like the force. No, in the dream, Tanjiro was the baby. No, in the dream, Tanjiro was big with no scar. That was his dad. The child was Tanjiro's dad. No. The no. grown person was Tanjiro's dad. He was wearing the coat. He didn't have the scar. The baby was Tanjiro. Tanjiro was the oldest of his siblings. That was his dad. No that was talking to the homeboy. And he was like, oh, you saved my family. Like, blah, blah, blah. And our baby is now alive because of you. That was Tanjiro. Right. Eli, we're That's on the same page. That's all I'm going to say. No, right I'm, I'm, I took it exactly the same. <clears throat> I can't wait till y'all are fucking wrong. That's fine, but that's how I'm taking it. That's how I took it. Y'all so. make me look stupid, and then y'all are wrong. I can't wait for that. Uh, I took it as they're the same person. Interesting. Okay. And that he's undercover right now. Undercover. That'd go kind of hard, the, though. In the Smortsmith village, because he's undercover, he's going to go fuck that shit up. Because the arc is called Swordsmith Village. So right. someone's going to come with some smoke there. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, this isn't I mean, just character building the whole time and finding out secrets and learning how to do stuff. It's not a training arc. No, because I'd throw myself off the roof if you gave me 11 episodes of bullshit like that. <laughs> I mean, dude, we're not going to beat... We're not going to get anything better than Tengen last season. Well, See, we say this every time. Like, I know. We said we're not going to get anything cooler than Goku, that we got Tengen. Like... Well, I'm just going to go for the ride, bro. That's what I said, too. Like, I, I was talking to somebody at work today about this, too, because I was like, this is exactly what I did last season. I'm like, uh, you know, I'm not super invested in that first episode. You know, Tengen's just kind of okay, you know? And then I got, obviously, super invested, and Tengen was our, what, best character last year? Yeah. Yep. So, now, it, I I am going to go on record and say that these two Hashira, I'm not super invested in yet. Well, we don't really have much yet, either. <sighs> And I don't see them beating Rengoku or Tengen like in my rankings in my head, but I don't have enough yet, so who knows? No, there's some other but rankings not... for these Hashiros. That's kind of crazy. Little dude you might just go said. crazy, you know. He that, looks like he's dude, tough. I, I I like little dude. Which um, little dude? I, little dude look like oh, yeah. I don't Are remember his name. The, it the one they said was the Mist Hashira that was yeah, yelling that with the the other person and was yelling with the swordsmith. Yep. Uh, I that think one. that's a chick. I'm not going to lie. It's definitely a dude, but a dude. it starts with an M. I don't remember his name. Uh, uh, Munchlax or something. I don't bro. Know. Uh, <laughs> Why speaking of Munchin, I'm not a huge fan of her. Which one? Why? I feel like... <sighs> Are you talking about the pink-haired one? Yeah. Oh, dude. I'm just not a fan of that archetype of character. Oh. I'm going to put that lightly. Come on. Um, of the, it's almost like a pick me. No. I thought she was going to be more like that too, but they actually scaled it back a good bit than the way I thought it was going to be. They did. I would agree with that. Because I thought it was going to be like really bad. Like Usually they're like, oh yeah, da 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 da. Like they run up and hug the main character. They yeah, titties and titties bouncing. Yep, mm-hmm. which yeah. did happen. And things like that. Not like not like that. No, not quite. Uh, but like, but there's like I I thought she wasn't bad, and I can tell where they're going with it because usually when you get characters like this, once they start fighting, they get real bloodlusty. So I'm yeah. good, I'm assuming she's gonna get real bad with that, which is gonna be kind of interesting to see. I'm very excited. I'm, 
I'm interested. Like, I'm hoping that they go the route that I want them to go with that. Because, like I said, I'm just not a fan of that character. And that's why I very much disliked one of Tengen's wives is because she was just a statue for <laughs> Tengen to do what he will with her. Um, I, I just Yeah, but this not... one can fight, though. I know, but I haven't seen enough yet. I haven't seen, like, any yet. Well, it's episode one. I, I know, and that's why I'm saying I'm going to give it time, bro. Chill. It's okay, Eli. I also want to see more. I know. I know you do. It's like you the fifth the one, bastard. bro. You get, you get one, and then we, we let it slide. It's yeah. like the sixth one. Yeah. Okay. Simmer down, old man. You need a nap. You need a nap. No, I do need a nap. Not the point here. It's still true. Anyway, um, <laughs> I'm just hoping that they do something as far as her character goes and not her titties go. Uh, Fair. Well, I mean, to be to, to, to I mean to clue you in on this, <clears throat> this series was written by a woman, I believe. Yes, it was. I, so I, I assume that she wouldn't just do that. Like, she would write a deeper character than just a pair of titties. Like, I hope so. That's all I can hope for. But you know, the goal is also to make money, and what makes money is horny old men. So yeah, fan service. I mean, I. The only the only other manga I've known to be written by a woman that was like really really dope was Full Metal Alchemist, and there was none of that shit in Full Metal. That's pretty nope, true. That was that was good relationship writing in that too. Yeah, there was no like titty all that bullshit. Like it was just good writing and all the way through, and to the point where like, I didn't even realize it was written by a woman until like later. So, I, I assume she'll do something interesting with that. Um, Anosuke coming back was crazy. <laughs> On the um, ceiling, bro. <laughs> That was tough because that was fucking funny as shit. That was awesome. I was just chilling. And then there was like, yeah, so where's Onosuke? I don't know. He's been missing for like a day. He's like, oh, okay. So that's not him on the roof right there? They're like, huh? They look up. Onosuke's like, blah. <laughs> she was, it's like, dude, this is why this guy's the GOAT. Like, he's the best of the main three. Let's be honest. I don't even uh, know if it was not like, my yeah, favorite, well, but he's the best. I don't even know if it was like a he's missing thing. Wasn't it like a, oh, I don't know if he's going to survive his injuries. He might be dead kind of thing. And then he's like, yeah. oh, but he's on the ceiling, though. <laughs> 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 it was even funnier at the end. Did you guys watched oh, yes, all the way through the, the very episode? end. I did. <laughs> yeah. Did you see the very end, Eli? I did, yes. Yeah, where they explained that he was there for a whole fucking day in advance. That's awesome. <laughs> It was like, yeah, I've been there for like a day. Tantro, get up. Get up, Tantro. Tantro, get up. <laughs> God damn, and those guys easily the best of the main trio. That's so awesome, dude. Absolutely. We also get to see Kanao is speaking. Mm-hmm. Yes. <clears throat> that was crazy. I don't know why everyone downplayed that. Cause like that's a big deal. She don't talk. Nope. Right. And then she was like, she was like finally talking to Tandro and other people too. She told him to keep it quiet, pipe down, because Tandro's trying to heal. <laughs> like that's interesting. You know, she's feeling the vibes. Mm-hmm. But she's got to understand, Tanjiro's a man of many women. Tanjiro's about to have a Hashira harem. Well, she's not a Hashira, though. No, 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 no Shinobu no. is. Oh, you're right. You're right. Shinobu and Kanao are the two that look exactly the same, but one's a bigger version of the other. Yes. Okay. Yeah, that one's That's the bigger right. one's the, the Hashira. My bad. And then Aoi kind of and- looks like Kanao as well. Even, Even tiny. tiny. Yeah. Well, Gyu's already got Shinobu on lock. Yeah, he's got that clamped up. You're already yeah, know. he's he's yeah. <laughs> he don't say it, nothing. It's over. He don't say nothing. He don't claim her, but she knows. Yeah, and he knows yeah, absolutely. 
Like, you know, you know what it is. You know what I mean? I do know what but, you mean. But uh, it, that was fun. Interesting hospital scene. Zanitsi's already gone. Like, he did. He left. Bro, <laughs> he, got, he got sent away. Just the cuts to Zanitsu screaming at everybody. <laughs> oh, that's exactly what I needed from him. So we already know that they're not going to show up. If they show up, they're going to show up late. Like, they're not... They're not going to be here very long, you know, at all, or very much any kind of way. Say we're going to get some occasional cuts to. I wonder what they're doing, and real fast they'll show something. I don't think so. No filler, please. No filler. They're not going to cut to what they're doing. They're just going to be like they're doing shit. Like we're going to fuck with Tondro because I think this is their way of juicing them. They're going to all go different directions. Tondro's going to get juiced from Swordsmith. They're going to get juiced from what they're doing. They're going to come back juiced for the next part. They're going to kill up. They're all going to get stronger. I think they're going to go faster than that because they got to take out. If what? I'm assuming one's showing up. This season? Yeah. Like to fight somebody? I think so. Yes. You do not do what you're doing for him not to show up to do something. Okay, but he's not going to kill anyone of great importance. It's going to be his his brother. It's going to be his brother. He might kill someone. That might He might be a great importance by the end of the season. He might not have a brother, according to Reed, Tristan. Uh, that's pretty exactly. Cool. I think I think he so does, and that's who's going to die. Like that's just. I agree. That's exactly I, how it's going to go. Tanjiro agree. can't save this guy. He was able to save Tengen, sorta, but he can't save this one. And then there's going to be some yep. big tragic event for Tanjiro. Oh, I couldn't save this person either. I suck at this. <laughs> now I have that to be the sun god. That sentence was insane, by the way. You said Tanjiro saved Tengen? Nah. Nah. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Reverse that bitch. <laughs> As add a little reverb. <laughs> you right. You Tengen right. would have smoked them if Tanjiro wasn't there. It's pretty they true. They fucked him up. Uh, yeah. Tanjiro <laughs> kept backing up, throwing rocks at him until Tengen <laughs> saved his bitch ass. That's what I'm saying, bro. Like, come on now. Oh, uh, I can't. Tanjiro caught a fucking scythe through the chin. That was <laughs> yeah, so. That's pretty true. I, I got. I'm, ooh, I got to go back and watch everything. To be honest with you. If they had done their job, Tengen would have cut off his head way faster. Yeah, that do be pretty true. All three of you couldn't took off that bitch's head? Come on now. All right. Prediction time for me for this season. So, one, I think that they're twins or brothers. We already talked okay, about yeah, this I'll one, but that's, that's my first. That's okay. Second, I think this is going to be a mainly a character development arc. I agree. Where we get a lot of Tanjiro and not so much action, possibly. Okay. Um, Until... Probably the last two episodes. The last one's gonna the, fuck up. the last one's gonna turn into a movie about the twins fighting each other. Mm, okay, I like that. Uh, maybe I have more. That's it for now, though. Okay, y'all think? Okay, how many swords has Tanjiro gone through? Two. You guys three? remember? Two, three. I had two. it three. He I, cut I, the first I, one in I, half I, and he chipped the second one. I know there's two for but sure. But he threw the one at Akaza. That's true. He did. I'm pretty sure he. Do you remember that one? He get that one back. back though. But how? Well, he just went into the forest after Rengoku died. And you got know it back. how? You know how Mjolnir comes back to Thor. It's like that. But Akaza was dipping, dog. He was running fast as well, I fuck. know. So he. I mean, he missed. Zenitsu picked it up for him. No, he hit him. He hit him. Tantra threw yeah. it at Akaza. Hit Akaza. Akaza kept running. Ripped it out and then threw it on the ground and took off. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, it, yeah I don't know. He went back and got it. But and how would he even know where it's at? 
Eh. He smelled the demon blood. To me, that seems like three. He smelled the demon blood. I don't know. That's what I'm going with. It's either two or three, but. For sure, two, possibly three. Because I think this one is going to be the one where he uses Rengoku's hilt. I'd be fire. Literally. Because. Literally. So, literally. So, my reason for it is is actually smart. I'll remember when when this happened in the movie, we're like, okay, Tanjo's going to use that hilt to make a sword of his own. You know, there's next one. For sure. But. He didn't because he chipped his next one. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So my thought process is, is they didn't want to give him that one yet because he's going to fuck up this one again. He's going to go talk to the swordsmith guy. And the swordsmith guy's going to be like, I'm not making you another one. You keep treating him too like bullshit. You know what I mean? Like, I won't make you one because you're going to break it. And Tondra's going to go, what if I had a reason not to break this one? Right? He's going to be like, what? He's like, if I give you this hilt and you make this, I won't break it because this is Rengoku. So if I break Rengoku, I'm disrespecting him, kind of thing. Mm. And so then that's going to be his final sword for good. I could definitely see I that being his final that. sword, and I could see that story too. But it would have to be somewhere after his swordsmith one is found and two gets the clap for fucking not being a good swordsmith. <laughs> You're gonna beat his ass. Yeah, dude, he's gonna get jumped by the other swordsmiths with their yeah, little his dad's masks. Gonna beat his ass. <laughs> I tell you about the bullshit ass swords, boy. <laughs> um, so yeah, we meet the uh, love Hashira or whatever the fuck she's considered. I okay. I quick note about that. I don't know how you guys felt. I found it interesting the relationship between her and Nezuko. Uh, I'm curious why she likes Nezuko. What or just just yeah, just the fact that like Nezuko is like attached to her hip while they're there. Uh. I'm interested to see how that will play out into anything. Uh, how many girls has Nesco got to hang out with this season, this series? Very few, I feel like. Like none. That's, that's why she wanted to hang out with her. Well, yeah. I don't think that's very complicated, especially when you got creepy as a Nitsu trying to fuck you every two seconds. Yeah, that one do be pretty true. Like the fuck, like yeah, it'd be interesting to hang out with someone who's just chill. With no weird ulterior motives or anything like that. Plus, again, think of the crew she hangs out with on a daily basis. Tandra's goofy ass. In those cases, crazy ass. Zanitsi's creepy ass. That's, yeah, that's absolute facts. So the love high is kind of normal to her. Hey, man, all I'm saying is I'm interested to see if that plays into something. Well, I misunderstood. I'm going to have to ask you guys about this in a second, but we'll see. So... We found out that Tandra is not asexual, which is interesting, because a lot of anime protagonists are asexual. They don't believe in relationships. You know what I mean? Okay. I don't know. Like Gone didn't give a shit about no women. He's also twelve. Uh, okay, Tandra. How old is Tandra? Like fifteen. I'm pretty sure. So, That's not much difference. A- Aang cared about women's. Yeah, Aang was eleven. Mm-hmm. But yes, Aang you're was right. Trying to bag. Usually, they're not trying to bag. I mean, uh, Luffy never wants to bag, you know, a bunch of protects never want to bag hoes. Yeah. As far as what I know, Goku and fucking original Dragon Ball doesn't want to. Not that we've seen. So, yeah, I mean, like, yeah, they're usually asexual, but because he kind of he kind of got he got heart fast hearted when she was whispering in his ear. I thought that was hilarious, to be honest that with you. Awesome. Yeah. She pulled up on him, whispered on him and walked away. And Tanjiro was like, oh, my God. <laughs> I think I'm in love. Like I thought that was I more just, about her mentioning a secret like weapon that could make him more powerful. Fuck no, 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 no. That's no, absolutely no, no. how that I wasn't took that. 
That was not about the power, dude. That's how I took that. Eli, did you take it like that or no? I I might be more on the Tristan wavelength on this one as well, to be honest. Because as soon as she mentioned it, I I really I don't think it was more of a uh, it was more of a oh she just whispered in my ear thing. I really think it was the secret power. But especially I especially know, after, after, after when they first met or when they first saw each other, and she comes running down the stairs and he's like, "Ma'am, yeah, ma'am." He's like, "Put those they're away, falling please. out. Please stop." I really he, I don't know. He's seen he's seen chicks like that already though. The whisper in the ear thing's different to me. I'd but have it, to it was rewatch the content it. But for, of the whispering. Yeah. For now, I'm with Tristan. So. God damn it. So he is an asexual pro tag. Fuck, dude. Not necessarily. For, uh, for In my eyes, for now. We'll see. Because we also saw the one, uh, what's her face, with the in the black, the cleanup crew girl, was there about to take her away. And she was kind of fiending over Tanjiro as well. Yeah, but that's. Again, that happens all the time. I'm saying him. Yeah, he wasn't feeding over her. Yeah, all I'm saying we we got opportunity. We're gonna have opportunities. Him and Canal gonna be fire. They always we'll do see. that though. They wait till the end of the series. Like I, that's why I say I hate when they do that shit. There's like times give. Oh, they're dating now. It's like, bro, what, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> I don't know. I I just prefer these characters to be you know characterized human wise and not be like these. Paragon of good. And we also saw the dude that Tanjiro beefed with way back in the day mm-hmm. during the uh, Demon Slayer trials. Remember him? I do. Oh, homie in the pool. Yeah. It it's turns like out to be the brother of the brother, dude who stabbed yeah. Nezuko up. Yeah. Yep. The Hashira. The, what is it? Which Hashira is it? The rock one or Bitch something? Bitch ass Hashira. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the silver haired one? one. Wind? No. I think he's a wind yeah. Hashira. Yeah. That sounds right. It's not the snake one. No, no, he's not the rock one because that's the that's the Buddha dude. Oh, you might be right. It's not water because that's no. Giyu. Yeah, yeah, it must be wind. Sure, we're gonna go with wind, or we're gonna go with bitch ass Hashira. Like I said, <laughs> um, I, dude, the line that Tanjiro wrote, he goes, "Man, I thought we were gonna bond in our nakedness." I was like, "What? What are we talking about <laughs> Dude's here?" It's fruity. So there, there you go, Reek. There's your uh, not asexual flexed, business. But that that was asexual. He just... It is the wind, Hashira, by the way. Okay, thank you. I appreciate G- that. Giyomi's the stone. Yeah. He really tried to flex on him, though. Like, Tanjiro really took off his shirt, buff as fuck. Talking about, look at this, boy. Look at you, boy. You look like a bitch-ass boy. All up scars, boy. <laughs> just flexing like he does. Nezuko got even smaller this episode, I feel like. like... I also feel that way. She was like plushy size at this point. I'm like, is she getting? I was curious if she got smaller because she used that transformation thing, or what. But I don't know. We'll never probably find out. I'm excited though to see where it's going next episode. That's uh, me too. Soon for us. Very soon for us. That's tomorrow for us actually. Shh! Don't tell them that. But uh, I'm hyped up. I can't wait. You know I love me some Demon Slayer. Me too. Me three. Moving onward to our last piece of content on this extended play today. Catla, <laughs> the uh, Nordic series from Netflix, science fiction, kind of swagger jacking, so a couple different shows, but you know, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, 
You guys should take it away, Penny, for one of episode one sentence review. One, one sentence review. review. <coughs> I'm gonna yeah. start us off then. Uh, I like this a lot more than I thought I would. Uh, let's see what I got. This surprised me in multiple good ways. I think it got in my own head, and it led to me not getting invested enough. Okay. Okay. All right. So, so um, yeah, yeah, guys, go for it. Tristan, this is your show. You want to break down kind of the simple plot line? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Katla is the name of a volcano in Iceland, uh, based in this town called Vik. Um, and the the premise is that this volcano has been erupting for a year. There's not a lot of people in the town still. Just kind of some necessary people. And then a bunch of crazy things start happening because random people start showing up covered in ash and crustiness uh, on the glaciers that are near the volcano. And so it becomes a mystery of how did these people get here and what are what exactly is going on. And that's what this whole season kind of covers and in, uh, I guess talks about deals with and... The first person we got was someone who we found out was still alive, which made it very confusing at first. Yeah, so it was what the old chick, uh, what's her name? Goonhield, yeah. So that one, I think I was the least, well, maybe not. I wasn't as attached to that storyline as some of the other ones, I should say. Um, Because this is very much a four-part story show like there's because there, there's four characters that come back right there's the two sisters mm-hmm. sisters right yep, and then yep. the little kid and then the older lady uh actually well um, yes and so there's five people that come back who is the other one uh gisley's wife who gisley the cop his wife the chief his wife she came oh, back really late. that's yeah. right. Yeah, okay, but so it, five. You're right. It is yeah. still more of like a four-part, but it's very interesting. I feel like with Gunhild coming back first, but them not explaining the context of Gunhild until halfway through yeah. the season, that made it more difficult for me personally to be invested in that part of it. I'd agree. But I still thought wait, 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 wait. It took you till half the season to figure out what Gunhild was about? No. No, they just didn't explain much of the context because like when she first shows up, she's just a woman. And we're like, OK, cool. Uh, and they're like, oh, she's Swedish. And she's like, oh, I work at this hotel. And then they're like, oh, there was a woman who worked here 20 years ago. And, <clears throat> you know, they do that. And it's like, oh, she's still alive and she's got a kid. But, we, you know, whatever. And she recognized her yeah. we like, whatever. And then they didn't explain any of that until halfway through the season, what had really gone on there. And then like the family dynamic and everything with that. I feel like they gave I, it away pretty quick, actually. I don't, I don't agree necessarily because it wasn't until like episode three that the Gunhields actually like met each other. Yeah, but not even that. Like when Thor goes there, and he's like, he comes in and goes, "Oh fuck!" and like runs straight out. Yeah, yeah. That was obvious what that was. Like they were fucking. Like I took that right away. I was like, okay, they were fucking at one point, and he does not want to see her. Well, so that for sure. means that there was something going on there. You have slightly more degenerate and, brain than I do, and so I can understand why you would have seen that right why away. Why would he just see her and then take off then? Hey, man, because just seeing anyone that is 20 years younger than they should be and back randomly is kind of surprising. 
but it was deep. I don't know. It seemed deeper than that, though. See, and I like, just didn't catch that if, right away. If you you would ask, like, what what's going on? Like, why do you look like that? Who are you? Like, because you don't want to even assume that that was her still. Even people no. that knew her from then didn't assume that was her. Right. So that's what right. I'm saying. He, they would have asked, like, who are you kind of thing. He saw her, and it took him back to what he did, and then that's why he dipped. Well, yeah, I picked that. I feel, like, I feel like I picked it up pretty quick. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with that. I guess I, I don't and know. And then as soon as they showed her with her kid, I'm like, that's his fucking kid. Yeah, like that was that same episode, I believe. When, it was. Oh, no, yeah. it was episode two. It was either one or two when she calls and they see a kid picks up the phone. I'm like, oh, that's their sure. son. Pretty sure that was one that the phone call was. Yeah, when they showed him, when they showed the kid, I was like, oh, that's his kid. So I'm like, yeah, that's what's going on there. So I mentioned having a like, that tiny sense. brain earlier. That's that's part of it, because I wasn't just like, oh, that's this dude's kid, just because he, just because the young version of her you know, knew who that was. You know what gave it away, Tristan? What? The dad wasn't around. Well, that's true. I mean, yeah. If she had a husband or a, like anyone that was around, if they had like if she had like just a boyfriend or something, I would have bought. Okay, that's that's she's a couple or whatever, and like maybe he like assaulted her or something. But by not having a male figure around, I was like, that's got to be his kid. I feel, like I, said, I feel like I picked... I picked up a lot of what's going on quick, like I told you. I was like, okay, this thing's cloning people. Why? And I just want to know the why, like, throughout the whole right. story. Oh, yeah. I, I got that part in the first... I was like, oh. Uh, <coughs> I go, okay, so the mountain is just, you know, cloning people. But I didn't have any understanding of anything. So... That's, that was that. But then we got Alsa back, who yeah, I, I actually, <clears throat> slightly contrary to what I said about Gunhild, I appreciated that they slow played kind of what happened with her because all we had known was that she had gone missing right when the volcano started erupting. And so they yeah. left this door open for what could have possibly happened. Had she died and now this is something else, had she somehow lived... I mean, this the super lame, you know, cop version of oh maybe she was abducted and held somewhere like whatever. There's no way you thought she was alive, right? Like I didn't think she was alive, but they they left the door open, and I was like, I I truly don't know what exactly this show is going for. Um, right. And so I definitely thought it was a possibility that she had been alive the entire time. I didn't think this was the actual her. But I thought that there was a possibility that actual Alsa was still alive. It was later in the series, but I I definite or in the season, but I definitely wrote specifically that this gave me a lot of summertime rendering vibes. I do I, I hmm. she was dead. Once they said she was gone for a year in the fuck in the volcano, I was like, She's gone. This is a clone. Yeah. I I'd never thought that she wasn't dead, but I didn't necessarily rule it out just because I mean I can't, you know, pretend that she isn't not missing i guess if that makes any sense like, like i said i don't know if i was just holding the show to like a microscope because like once i kind of saw that they were doing like sci-fi i used to go to dark at this point and you're a foreign that's, sci-fi and show that's the that's the problem is i and i start holding you to a certain microscopes where i'm paying attention to a lot of details <clears throat> yeah and i picked fair. up on a lot very quickly and it like by the time the boy showed up i knew what was going on I was like, okay, this is like people having to fucking fix trauma and relive shit. And that's, yeah, I picked up on that part as well. I was that's, like, oh, this is, yeah. it's bringing them back from a time where they were having a lot of troubles in their life, and it's giving them a chance to fix <laughs> it. 
For well, sure. I don't think it's about the time well, and the troubles of their life. I think it's specifically targeting shit for these people's psyche to like go at them. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. And, to make them the relive the, those things. Yeah, the only reason I debunk that, Tristan, that you said like, oh, it makes you go back to a bad time is for Grima's clone. Because that's from a good time. It's just it's just herself. She's currently going through a bad time. Exactly. Well, I mean, I feel like the Grima clone was from about the same period as Alsa's disappearance. So it could have been right before that is probably was, was my thought. But the explanation that we got from the geologist at the end of the season obviously is not completely confirmed, but that made a lot of sense uh, about how it's based off of someone else, like someone close to you. It's based off of their perceptions and memories of you is what that person came back as, which is obviously why his kid came back as a evil, murderous creature. Oh. That was my favorite well, yeah, that, plot line. You say that was your least favorite or your favorite? My favorite. No, that, no, one, that was my favorite plot that line. That one was good. That was, that was awesome. That's one of the few times I've I been think, scared of a kid. I think that, I like that one too. I wasn't scared of a little fucker because you could fuck him up. No. Like, yeah. Just the, like, if you're just not stupid, you could beat his ass. Yeah, but just the evilness of the child was creepy to me. I it, it I watch horror. horror. Okay, See, bro, I like, don't. This is common. Exactly, no, I, I don't. Yeah, exactly. So it, it got me. that's the thing is like, the first time meeting the kid, it's like, oh, well, what'd you do with your parrot? And he's like, oh, I cut off his wings. I'm like, dog, that's kind of fucked up, bro. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm like, and uh, that was like the first episode that we got him in, and then it ended up, you know, he got trapped in the shed, and it was kind of downhill from there, obviously. Yeah. Not to say that I blame old geologist boy for that, though. Like, why is my dead son back? And yeah, all this I stuff? I can't say I wouldn't do the same thing unfortunately like you gotta you gotta be able to answer some questions before you can truly embrace what's going on can we all agree that uh the goon heels plot was the worst plot uh no i would all i would also nah, i don't know i will counter because with gisley and his wife Right. So, and that's the thing is, I think that plot, it was more important and it made more sense. The Goonhild plot, but it didn't or the entertain. Gisley plot? The Gisley plot made more sense and it, like actually it was more meaningful. I feel like, I, whereas the Goonhild one, I was just more interested in. See, really? Um, yeah. So the, the with the cop and his wife, who's just not you know all the way healthy. physically healthy, exactly. Like it made. <laughs> That that plot line appealed to me the most, as in like, oh, that makes sense, like why things are happening the way that they are, you yes. know? Because he was I got taking advantage one. of her, and he was taking advantage of her in a situation where she can't verbally say no and like or do anything, and so the new version of her comes along that's you know obviously physically capable and a younger self and the woman that he fell in love with originally, it makes sense. With the Goon Healed one. I was just more interested in than that plot line, um, but I didn't need it as much. Really? Because I just the Goonhill plot line just was so annoying to me. Really? I was just like, dude, Thor's a piece of shit. Yeah. Like gigantic piece of shit, dude. Yeah. Like, Still not the worst character in the show, if you ask me. But uh, Thor, Thor. I don't know who could be worse. Uh, the scientist's wife. 
The kid's mom. Yeah, that's pretty Rima? true. No, that, no, no, no. The kid's no. mom. That's pretty true. Oh, Raquel. Well, yeah, sure. She was horrible. Just awful. She was, really bad. She was awful the entire Bro, she time. She was copying pleas for the kid, the dog. The whole time. And she wasn't... I didn't even think she... I mean, granted... At least I could sympathize with that. Like, I... Sort of, but know, she was bro. just being dumb the entire yeah, show. I, I get it's your kid, but dude, if my kid died after murdering and fucking being a weirdo and then came back to life randomly, I I would hope I don't act like that. Like, you gotta have some oh, fucking common sense. Oh, my baby sense. And she, boy, who yeah, definitely like, set fire to his entire school, but no, 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 yeah, we can't right. prove that, so it wasn't him. Shut up. Yeah, I sympathize damn. with that more than the guy who cheated on his wife Got a girl pregnant in front of his kid, by the way, who then, when she comes back 20 years younger, does it again. Well, no, he didn't, no, do, he didn't it. do it again. Yeah, he yes, didn't he did. do it again. No, he didn't. It was his past it self was... that did it, but she was already pregnant during the volcano. Was, no, you know, no, when they yeah. fucked again. No, when she came back, she was already pregnant. Correct. No, yes. I understand that. Okay. They fucked again. No, that's fine, but that's not where the kid did. came from. I don't know no, if they, they did No, they did, because Alsa came in. The new Alsa. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Well, okay, no, no, no. no. It was right, Alsa's not... memory, because that's why, because she saw her. No! What do you mean? Ooh, that might be right, actually. What are you Tristan, talking about? Cooking. No, it's not, because when when Goonhill came back the second time, she was half naked in the apartment with Thor. Yeah. Exactly. What episode? Yeah, so, no, 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 right. no, 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 yeah. no. You shut up right now. A, I still don't believe you. B, I don't even remember when that was. Exactly, you don't remember. I do because that was a big thing. She was with him. They were together by themselves after Goonhill left. That's I need when, a place to stay. Oh, I can't stay yeah. there. They stayed together. They started fucking. New Alsa showed up and saw it happening again. That's right. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm not. Goonhill came back and was like, Goonhill came back and was like, was like looking at them weird because she could tell what was going on because half the second he was half naked again. Yeah, I'm no, still not. No, I'm, I'm actually not with you on that one still because I do not remember any of that happening. The only thing I remember was also walking in when they were eating dinner and Gunhild was there and also screamed. And that about, was after they had fun. No, they were eating yeah, dinner, so- bro. All they were doing was eating dinner. She walked in, and the the ghost Alsa remembered her because she remembered walking in that night, and that's why she was upset that she was there, not because they had just done anything. Okay, either way, she was pregnant when she came back and was the yes. ash lady. Like that's I'm just not a fact. That. Okay, right. And no, that, that's I'm saying what that the original thing. Again. And I'm saying that they yes, did. Yes, and I agree. I agree. They did. I'm, I'm I totally agree with Rick on this one. That's fine. I'm. I'm. I'm saying gonna pull up the did. clip, and they're gonna be look fucking dumb right now. They're dead serious. <laughs> Bro, they were eating right. dinner at the table. There was both. But that's a different not, scene. Both of them Why were you there. Keep talking about the dinner table. That's when Alsa saw her I'm again. I'm not talking about a table. I'm talking, about, scene, I'm talking about a bed. I'm talking about that's when Alsa walked in. Was when they were eating dinner. Bro, you're saying she walked in and saw them again. We never saw that. I. I. I don't know anything about Alsa. I don't. I don't remember that part. If I'm gonna be completely honest, I do remember her asking for a place to stay. I remember that, and then her coming up the stairs or whatever, and then old Gunhild coming back and seeing them together. Her being half naked, and yeah, she was just wearing shorts. Obviously went down. Dude, get the f- in the fucking winter. Get the fuck out of my face, dude. It's what other people see wore shorts bro. this entire show. None of them. But she was inside the entire exactly. time. Get the fuck out of my face. No. I saw... Uh, You're wrong on this one. I'm going to stand on that hill. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? 
getting punked by a guy with no notes right now, bro. I'm not getting punked. You so, lying through your teeth. So before they explained everything, actually before, you know, it was pretty obvious to figure out, uh, I was just kind of, this was like first couple episodes, I was just kind of going through my demon time predictions oh boy. of like what, why the volcanic explosion was bringing people back. Okay. So this was, uh, so this was not, um, I, this was not keeping Gunhild in mind because she was the character that uh, was still alive. And I, for some reason, forgot about her during this prediction, but we had the kid and we had Ausa at this point. And I said, uh, the the volcanic explosion is already done and happened and the and the people that are coming back are already dead but they have to like kill themselves to move on in the afterlife you know what i'm saying well, so like everybody in the city or in um katla uh, no veek thank you katla's the volcano everybody in that city is already dead and it's the afterlife interesting. so when you bring their own selves they got to kill themselves to move on in the afterlife. You know what I'm saying? I do see what um, you're saying. I was, like, a it's a, I was like, it's a stretch. I was like, it's a stretch, bro. But like, I, I'm not going to, well, I'm not going to say it's not going to happen. It, it, it ended up not being that much of a stretch. It seemed like. I don't know. It was a pretty big stretch, homie. All of the clones died except for one. I believe that we saw. Yeah. And that was the Gunhild clone. Yeah. Ah, well, hold on here. We don't know I think technically. Two. Yeah, I well, no, I I think two as well. Who else? We'll talk about it. Well, I, we can't talk about it right now. We'll get there when we get no, there. No, it's it's in the last episode, so yeah, we definitely can't talk about it right okay. now. Okay. Um, oh gosh, if we're talking about the car. Another note I have, uh, which Tristan found out too later after being a Momo, um, the dub for this is excellent. It's probably the best dub I've ever seen. Yeah, I'm gonna be honest. I only watched. Action for I think action, I only watched the first. Like, yeah, two. No, I only watched the first one in the sub, and then you guys mentioned that, and I switched over to the dub, and I, you guys were absolutely right. Give you all the definitely credit. the best dub for a live action I've ever seen. It was very good. They portrayed the emotions well for the most part. Uh, it was it was very good. The only issue was the lip flaps, but. The yeah. actual acting itself was spectacular. I they had a, the accent over it too. Oh. Like they had a Icelandic uh, accent over what they were saying too, and it was it was very good. Yes, it made it so much better. Instead of just being a bunch of white people speaking all regular and I, these like are white people too. Uh, yeah, but they have Icelandic accents, Nordic accents. Ooh, got them. <laughs> um, so yeah, moving on white, with though. the. <laughs> Uh, what's his name? Mikhail. Mik- Mikhail. Yeah. Mikhail. Mikhail. The little kid. Mm-hmm. His plot line. So after his mom went bozo mode. Oh my gosh. Uh, so he's telling, he's telling his mom that he hopes his dad fucking dies, which I thought was kind of crazy. Was some demon shit. But then that was crazy. the uh, the random, the random couple picked him up after his mom left him, which is the only good thing his mom did, and then she fucking regretted it big momo move right there yeah, she but really the old couple <laughs> the old couple picked him up and uh yeah that all went downhill after that but uh i don't remember was it his mom or was it the couple that picked him up when they wouldn't let him take a piss that was his mom his mom wouldn't let him okay and yeah he was like i hope that's right he was like i hope dad dies blah 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 like if he tries oh, to do right. anything yeah, yeah. again he's i'm like, gonna kill him and she was like oh <laughs> 
Uh, go ahead. I'm going to slash you with this fucking box knife, bitch. That was... That's what he said. And then uh, we saw that he, he would, in fact, do that to people. Yeah. Because that that poor couple was just trying to be nice. This is why you don't be nice to strangers. Um, yeah, he thought that they you, were going to, like, kill him or something. I'm uh, What I'm saying is uh, if you see a kid on the street, just keep driving. Fuck them kids. Yeah. That, that, there you go. I like the ad lib. <laughs> um, but the sad part about this whole thing, this whole plot line, is that there's kids like this that, like, actually exist and like parents ignore it until it affects others and like especially with his mom in this scenario who's copping pleas for a kid who's obviously set his school on fire and tried to fucking kill people and did kill people yeah this is the problem like and i'm not trying to like go there but the, the problem comes from parents that aren't fucking seeing this and ignore it until like i said it affects others so it's just the, i think that's the saddest part and why i like this plot line the most is because it actually happens um and it actually you know it, it is the most relatable to society right now instead of oh my ex or my current wife came back but she's 20 years younger yeah that uh, it's it's freaky friday that part like is wild I, well, even then, you have parents who, after their kid commits a murder and they know they did, they'll still try to help them out. And that's what I'm saying, dude. And it comes down to just shit parenting. And that's why, I don't know. Like, again, I don't want to get too far into this because I know how people are super touchy about this. But, like, that, I think that's why I liked it the most out of all of them is because it really shows just how garbage, you know, people are when their kids are just demonic pieces of shit. And they're just copping please because it's their kid. Yeah. I'm with you on yeah, that. I mean, it is what it is. You know how parents be. You know, but there's some codes where it's like, no matter what you do, you can't snitch, you can't, like, stop it because you're family. It really just depends on how you look at the family thing. Completely understand. But, uh, family. <laughs> by the way. Okay. Just want to put this out there. Let me. They may not explicitly have shown them having sex, but if you have any sort of context clue abilities, I just did some research. There's a scene where Gunhild Young and Tor are very close to each other's face, and she's caressing her his face majestically. <laughs> Cuts. Next time we see Thor and Thor and Gunhild, they are both laying down in a bed with each other, staring at each other lovingly. And he says, "I forgot how what this felt like." Then next time we see him is when Gunhild Old shows up, and Gunhild Young is half naked with Thor, and they're at the dinner table. Take that for what you will. I will. Just want to put it out there. I know. I, but it makes even more sense why Tristan didn't take that because he never reads context clues. Um, Completely false. Holy shit. So they introduced the plot line with the, uh, the sheriff way late. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was like, what, seven, six? Uh, I think it was after Grima clone showed. I think so. I think so, too. Yeah, it so was, that was deep. It was, uh, it was six, I think. That brings up an interesting, like, how you say, conundrum, right? It's like, do you really care about someone? Because he does care about her, but when the, with the decision to choose between healthy her and unhealthy her, who's actually his, you see he was leaning towards picking the healthy one. Yep, for sure. And that's, like, fucked up, because, you know, when you get married or whatever... 
even though I don't believe in that shit, it's like through sickness and in health. Right. So like, he was like, well, if I could trade this one in to get this one back, what's the difference? Yeah. Yeah, that was no, I, pretty messed up, and to that's, be honest with you. And like I said, I think that's why I liked the story better on this one than the Goonhield one, <laughs> although not as invested because I just didn't like the cop. <laughs> The cop dude. Um, no, he's a weird piece of shit. Yeah, and that, he didn't I help think with that's anything ever. Gisley right. was useless. That's why I just didn't like it. But you know, how we feel about pigs. You know what I'm saying? I like the story that they were going for, and I wish almost that they would have started it sooner. I yeah. I agree with that one. It would have provided more intrigue, I think. And like honestly, one of my least favorite arc, arc things was the the Grima one. Like the last couple episodes. Wow. Really? I Dude, like that. Wow. I just That's the best one. The best one. I don't know about the best one. But I like that it's herself. Yes. You know, like I like her and I like that herself fucked her boyfriend that she don't care about no more, but now she gotta start caring about him. That was kinda fire. Now the I gotta say, the ending husband, the ending to boyfriend. that one was I think probably oh, the second shit. best We're ending. I'm trying to jump there. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. No, I'm I, just uh, hold on. I'm going in general context. Overall, I I liked how that one ended, but just the the back and forth between those two and the the clone Grima just not really caring, I guess, about what what regular Grima was dealing with or whatever. She was just like, "Yeah, I haven't lived through it, so I'm totally fine with whatever happened, and I've forgiven everyone." Blah blah blah. So I'm just it gonna makes go sense. bang out your husband, and I'm like, dude, it's her husband though. Like, but it's not as well. But it is though. Like, I, I that's all she knows. I know, but it's it's it was a, like I get what they did. I I completely understood it. I didn't care for it as much. I See, I liked it because it's the battle versus light and dark in your own head, kind of. Yes, and. And it's very much portrayed in two characters in this, and that's why I liked it, is because you have someone who's, like, kind of disoriented and, like, totally disheveled from the people in their lives that they care about. Like, she wasn't affectionate towards her husband at all, right? And so when herself came back, who is and is happy and not depressed and stuff and starts doing stuff that, you know, the person that or the original Grima should have been doing, or, you know, a happier self should be. It was that cool, you know, back and forth, for me at least, between the light and dark sides of herself before and after Asa disappeared. Yeah, and so that, that I mean, look, it made total sense to me. The way they did it, everything that they were doing with that, it made total sense. I got it. It just wasn't my favorite of of those those plot lines. My main issue with that one was that it was a little too convenient because her mans should have seen her. And like I took that as as writing in yeah. and of itself that, that he really doesn't give a shit about her like that. Exactly. He just wants to be with her to be with her and like have a wife and happy life and fuck someone, you know? Because didn't notice she was wearing different clothes, you know, didn't notice all the differences between the two of them and just said, You something different with your hair? Like, that was very much like, okay, this is ridiculous, but I'll take it as the characterization of that he's not a very good person either. And two, there was, like, three or four instances where if she really wanted to, Grima could have just, like, it revealed that there was two of her. 
Yeah, I agree. Yeah. I definitely agree. Instead of being called insane and crazy over and over, because that shit would have pissed me off. Oh, I would have. Yeah. Yeah. No. Absolutely. Actually, that's well, pretty much about. That's pretty much my only issue with it. How I took <clears throat> it with his character, at least, is that he was gone a lot for work, um, which is also true. Like with the phone, the original phone call and the note later. Um, but how I took it was he was, you know, gone for months and months at a time. So he may not have been there to notice those like gradual changes. Like, yeah, you did something different with your hair. That might've been the first time that he saw her. I will say that anybody that is that close to someone, especially to be married to someone should pick up on those clues and should know. Absolutely. But like I said, the only things that, you know, I took from that are, or like that to defend it at least are that he was just gone for long periods of a time and didn't have time to gradually understand what was going on with her. But I'm not even talking about that part. I'm talking about the part where literally he sees the one who's in one outfit and then he talks to the other one right away in the other outfit within a minute span. Oh yeah, I don't got nothing for that. That's what I was talking My about. My man's was because that's the only time he mentioned the hair thing. That's just ignorance. Like that's just like I don't pay attention to you as a person kind of thing exactly i agree so again that part well done i like i like how that was done i just didn't care for that plot as a whole uh until it ended like i like the way that they wrapped that one up and how that worked out for grima but other than that it was that one was tougher for me to to get behind so I said, with that, we're already here. The best part of the show. Yeah, I agreed. Only part where I was like, this is fucking dope. The Russian roulette game between the two clones. Oh my gosh. Yes. They did everything in their power to try to fuck with you so you couldn't figure out who won. Agreed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I know who won, but I don't think they're going to go with actually who won. Because based off of what, you know, based off of how a revolver works, how many clicks, da 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 da. Yeah, real real Grima should be alive. Yes. Yeah, that's how I took it. There was five clicks. The sixth click would be fake Grima. She would have shot herself in the head, mm-hmm. right? However, they purposely leave it ambiguous, and I think that's their way of trying to get a season two. There's already confirmed a season two. Well, that and The Walking Dead at the end. Yeah. Oh, all the people again, more clones. Yeah, I was gonna get to that. But uh, I think that for storytelling purposes and overall what they did at the ending, that fake Grima lived. You think so? I I don't know. I I think real Grima lived. Real Grima I would not think, have been that happy after that situation. Well, that's my thing. I is, think it's the go ahead, Eli. opposite for me, to be honest. I originally i i counted and it makes sense that real grima would have lived in that scenario i think they wanted the viewer to think that fake grima lived but really it's going to be real grima developing into the happier person again that's what i was thinking so i i take it the exact opposite of there's not going to be any development for the character if the character is already developed in my opinion or at least developed to where they want Mm her um which is that happy grima that we saw so i think they wouldn't leave the clone of her unless they were to do something else with her or make her different. Whereas if they leave the sad one, there's room for improvement and room for her to adjust as a character and get back to what she likes in life. Yes. And part of the reason I think that they, and, cause I agree with you, Eli, 
That's what I think happened. Uh, part of the reason I think that is because of what they did with Ausa and how Ausa left uh, the exact same way that their mother left them. And I thought that that was really cool. I thought the way that she just walked into the ocean like their mother did and Grima had to s sit through that and watch that happen a second time. And that was how Grima really got to come to grips with her sister actually being gone and having closure. They had found the body. There was the DNA evidence. And so she was like, yeah, she's she's finally gone. And then she went and she had that day with fake Grima and they played the game of Russian roulette. And so I think that's exactly what happened is real Grima lived and now she is with some closure uh, in her hand. She is finally able to start moving towards that happiness again. And she saw what she can actually still have with her husband, even though he sucks. Uh, she saw what she can have with her husband based off of what fake Grima was doing. And so she, she, I think she wants that. And so she's working towards being able to have that for herself. That's how I take that. See, my whole thing with this is, what does real Grim have to live for? Like, really? Like, her and her husband are beefing. He really is oblivious and doesn't give a shit about her based off the what they've given us in the show. Like, he just wants to live a normal life and be like, you know, I have life, da-da-da-da. I don't really actually give a shit about you, though, because I didn't pay attention to you changing clothes in a 30-second span or anything like this. You know? So my whole thing with this is, is that real Grima really has nothing to be around for, right? And if she did through all that, and she did kill the fake Grima, and they went through the rush roulette, she would be traumatized by that event. Because she can see that real Grima takes shit to heart way more than anyone else in the series does. She handles shit way bad. So to me, it makes more sense for a real Grima to die in that situation, because then at least she gets to be with her sister. She gets to be with her mother. And then fake Grima, who does still enjoy the home life, gets to live the home life and it makes more sense for equality because she doesn't seem like she wants to even work back into the relationship with her husband anyways especially after seeing what happened with the whole sex thing the clothes thing the ignoring thing like it just doesn't make sense to me no and i think that's cool that we have varying opinions is because like i think that's what they were going for here is those two different i mean options i guess for the viewer to pick and tell the confirmed one happens but I mean, it's supposed to spark a, yeah, I don't know, a, not a debate on it, but more of an intellectual, you know, thought on, like, who actually survived this game because they don't confirm it, so. There's no way they don't confirm it in Season 2, to be honest. There's going to be a flashback. It'll flash be more compelling. Season. It'll be more compelling in Season 2 if the fake one's running around, too, because then we don't know what happens to these people over an extended period of time. Right, right. So I could see, like, her starting to whittle away, and they're like, who the fuck are you? That's that's part of why I'm like, oh, this I'm definitely thinking about like summertime rendering when I watched, especially the latter half of this, I'm like these people, because it seemed like these people were specifically trying to take over the lives of the, the person that they are. And, and it very much seemed that way up until uh, they started killing them off. I still got more dark vibes because this is more about the, the city versus just the people. I'd agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because, like, Dark was very much about the drama going on in this town versus just the characters. Mm -hmm. Where Summertime was more about the characters. This was still about the drama going on in the town. So I took That's fair. more of that. I've noticed that, though, that in, um, in foreign shows, like European shows, they very much like to characterize the town itself or, like, the group of people 
the collection versus then just picking out the characters to like give them interesting development. I feel like it happened with Chestnut Man. It happened with this. Happened with yeah. Dark. It happened with like tribes. It happens with a bunch of different sh- shit we watch from Europe where they do it like that. Hey, I'll take it as long as it's good, bro. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I agree. Yeah, good subjective though. Um, I will say that season two, I I don't know what I expect from it, and I, if the reasoning that they give is the reasoning for why the people are coming back, I don't know that I'm gonna be invested for more because I just don't know if I'll care as much like without having that or with having that thought in mind. I guess you're talking about the um, like that this is people's image of of that person and that's how they're coming back. Yeah, or like I have trauma and this is this is what my trauma is about or this is what I wanted instead and instead of getting what they wanted from their traumatic situation they're getting the same traumatic situation. Right. My um, my prediction, my thoughts is that they will disprove that theory based on the I think large so number of them that we see in the final scene. Well, everybody has trauma though. Yes, and that's true, but there's only 20 people in that town maybe yeah i mean my thing is like if they do the same thing it becomes a character piece and not about the town at that point right because that very much like i said in the beginning of this there's four four and a half with the last one pieces of story in this and it's very much about the town in general like reek said about how these people are coming back in this town and the town's the one that's doing that to them. If they give the exact same reasoning in the second season and the exact same story and they just use different characters or the two possibly characters that remain that are clones, then you're just going to get another character piece, which is fine. But I don't think I'll be as invested for it the second time unless they change the reasoning for it. No, I, I agree with you wholeheartedly on that one. I would feel very similarly, I think if that's the direction they chose to take it. Uh, but I I feel like the way they ended it can lead to some more interesting options instead. I told you, bro, it's The Walking Dead. <laughs> Basically. Now, I got to hear what I got to hear about your guys' thoughts finally. Who is the other person you think could still be alive? That was Grima. That was Grima, yeah. Oh. Okay. Never mind. Because you said one, and that would be the maybe two. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay. For some reason, I had it in my head that you guys were thinking of. Uh, Told you about the content. The wife. Clues. So. I don't oh. He don't pick up on those. Well, no, because you, well, you said, did. oh, we're going to get to that. And then you guys didn't specifically mention anything. So I was like, okay. Yeah, because the context clue was that it was the fake Grima. Well. When we, that's why we said maybe two. <laughs> yeah. See, and because I'm trying to pick up on patterns, right? Because the wife of the police officer, like both those chicks are dead at this point. Yes. And then the kid, the clone and the original are both dead at this yes. point. And then you have Grima, who one is for sure dead, depending on which, I don't know. Uh, and then... Also, both are dead. Gun- also, yeah, yeah, that's right, yeah. And then uh, whatever her name, the old lady. Both Goonhilds are still Goon- alive. Goonhild, yeah. Uh, those are still alive. So I'm trying to pick up a pattern and see what, trying to connect the dots, but it's not the math ain't math. And they did it on purpose. They're, they're racking our brains right now. 
Well, they need Goonheel alive for the baby. But do we need to find true. out what the fuck's going to happen with the Ash baby? Ash baby. That's why you need that to see what the fuck's going to happen with that, so. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. This was like high quality mid, so I'm going to give it like a 5-5. Five five. Okay. It's not bad. Eli? Tristan? Oh, damn. <laughs> uh, I'll go. Um, I've been thinking about this for a minute now. I have two, honestly. Uh, I'm going to hit it. Hmm. I'm going to hit it with a seven and a half, to be honest. I actually really like this show, and I was going to give it a seven, but I, I I do genuinely like this show. So That was actually a very similar process to what I did because I was like, oh, you know, it's like it's not it's not quite good enough to be an aid. It didn't blow me away, but I really enjoyed it, and it wasn't, it wasn't more towards mid. Like, I thought they did a great job with everything, so I'm also giving it a seven and a half. Quite happy with, with wow. how it went. I feel like I watched a different show than y'all. Maybe. Maybe. This is why... I... No, my brain cells are just too stupid. <laughs> they don't want to work. He he tried too hard with these context clues that he couldn't take it all in at once. Hey, yo. First off, pause. <laughs> Second off, I'm a genius, so don't ever disrespect me again. <laughs> Third off, pause again. <laughs> Whatever so you say. So we got to pick new movie and new show. Uh, it's either going to oh, be Creed shit. or The Call. Gonna spin this, boom! What are we getting? We're getting uh, motherfucking the call. That's a Korean horror. Came out twenty twenty. Uh, we haven't watched horror on here in a minute. I want to watch a horror movie. That's what's I've up. heard about this one. So you have you actually? I have. Yeah. Where? Because I've never heard of this one. I just had to look it I, up. I just saw it on a streaming service. I was like, oh, that looks interesting, and I kept scrolling because it's not. I don't want to watch a horror movie. Yeah, but this should you. be interesting for podcasts. Uh. For a show, we got Jessica Jones or One Piece, the entire East Blue Saga. Click that. for both of these. I really don't give a shit which either one. Uh, it looks like it's One Piece. All right. Damn, we got Tristan the last two weeks. We got Reek the next two. And then I'll finish it out. Yeah, I hate it when that happens, to be honest with you, because uh, that's some bullshit. But the gods, the gods are godding, you know. So, yeah, we got to do all that. New movie show list coming out soon. You know what it is. You know what I mean? You're, we've been here. You know, New York. What's what? <laughs> uh, Bronx. Shout out to the, our Knicks, bro. They made the playoffs. Oh, um, our Knicks, yeah. Our Knicks, our Nets. <laughs> you know what I mean? You're Julius Randle. You're, you're. <laughs> oh, my God. Derek Rose, the ghost of him. You're. <laughs> um, yeah, we have social media. Twitter. At. B A N G E B O I S. That's binge boys. Change the I to or change the Y to an I. My voice is giving out. Eli, take it away. Uh, we also have TikTok at the same <laughs> app that uh, mostly Google Gaga babies follow. But if you are in fact a Google Gaga baby and don't live in Montana because it's not banned everywhere else yet, um, then you can you can get that on Instagram. It's at dub binge boys. That's with a D A because we're dumbasses. Change the Y to an I because I love myself, as Kendrick Lamar said. Um, that's all I got for socials. We we're on YouTube. This is probably where you're watching it at. If you're not, shout out because you're on streaming services though. Yes, we appreciate you all. Uh, we want to remind you guys that with you today, my name was Enrique. My name was Eli, and my name is Tristan. And I want you to remember. 
Goonhild was busting it open 20 years ago and 20 years later. 